What's up? Oh, no, McDonald died. I don't know if you heard. I heard. How has that affected you? Uh, yeah, it has. It has. I'm not going to say it hasn't, but I can't be a hypocrite either because, you know, I've yes, mocked, you mocked people for stuff. But um, this feels different for sure. And the I way can't... he did it and the nine years and not saying hell. anything, you know. Joking about it. Joking about cancer. Yeah, he used to always say, I didn't know he was sick, didn't he? But he's had this recurring joke, and, and he, if anyone said, oh, so-and-so died, he'd say, I never even knew he was sick. That was his and thing. Yeah. He was, that was oh, one right, of his okay. little things. I have heard he's him say it, but... It's, but isn't that just like a thing? Was, well, Yeah, but you've got to look back at everything in a different context now. Did he know... Oh, he, he, knew that, he knew that no one knew he was ill. Even his family didn't. But you saw... Did they not? Is that I've not read that much. I well, can't that's what he said, it. that he kept, he kept it a secret from his fans and family and friends. And he's yeah. doing this joke over the last nine years. I didn't even know he was sick. And people, everyone would have said that. You, and he um, kept repeating it. And it was one of those jokes. It wasn't that funny. He didn't really, but he just, it sort of like was funny because he always repeated it. And it was like a motif. And then it started being a motif the day everyone found out he died. Yeah. So he was sort of, like that was, he was in a nine year setup <laughs> to, to a posthumous joke. Well, I, I, it's weird because. What I've got is this weird hole. Like, you know, when Bowie died, he left Black Star or whatever it's called, the album that came out the day he died, I think, or the week he died. Yeah, 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 yeah. All I can think I've about... I've seen... Is it, it said there's special coming up. Oh, no. I mean, that's all I want. yeah. But I, don't I was going to say, there. everything online... This is the thing about Norm MacDonald, and I didn't know this until... Because I have seen every single yeah. second of anything he's done. And I mean morning interviews. Yeah. On morning t- I mean, yeah. I've seen everything eight times minimum. Seen the videos where it's like we were filming Norm MacDonald before the show went live. Yeah. It turns out he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. But I remember watching him on Just for Laughs the Canadian Comedy Festival, mm-hmm. thinking he was this big, famous comedian when he did the one about his dad catching him smoking behind the shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, that's... I probably didn't even know it was him when I saw that. That's how... Well, I, I, I watched that, and now I've watched, I've watched interviews subsequently, and in like five, six, seven, eight years ago, found out, he goes, oh, no, I'd been going about six months then. Yeah. Because I'm Canadian, and Just for Laughs is the you big comedy festival in Toronto, they had a quota where they have to put a certain amount of Canadian comics on. He goes, I wasn't ready. I was up there. So I've watched his whole, literally, like his whole fucking career. Yeah. And now there's nothing else never coming again, but I'll still keep watching. The thing is, I loved him. Like, I remember seeing that, but not really knowing it was him until, you know, like, you know, I didn't know who it was. Um, And I remember watching Dirty Work, like Richard Sandling, uh, tweeted I think about it where he said like he went down to our local video shop to get dirty work the day it come out on rental so that he was the first person to have it and I watched it with him on video um but I don't know how I even knew like I knew I I knew he was funny and I knew he was and then I had a bootleg copy of the norm show and then it yeah. became norm um I can't think of anyone or anything other than Arsenal that has actually stood the test of time. I know what you mean. There's no, for me, there's the Velvet Underground and Norm MacDonald that are just, I've never, Why never feel it? squeamish about saying you're into him. Where sometimes with some people you go, oh, I don't really want to admit that anymore. I'd say there were like these uh, wilderness years where. You know, I would talk about dirty work a lot. I searched for years, it seems like, to find it because it was important. I just couldn't find dirty work anywhere. Couldn't find a DVD copy of it. Couldn't, and then all of a sudden, you know, the internet opens up to it, and you just go, "Oh, yeah, well, yeah I can just download it." Um, but there were wilderness years where I just didn't probably sort of. I you didn't stand. You just didn't. This is yeah. the thing. This is the thing. He is. Pure comedy. 
Yeah. In that, when he spoke, he knew he sometimes he overstated, sometimes he understated things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally had everything. And the thing is, with him, you never got the. He could do dark stuff, but you never thought he was an edge lord. You never thought he was trying no, to be. No, no. You never thought, oh, he's trying to be a cunt and say this thing. He just, you, he was all about the comedy. There was no norm really when he was chatting shit. It was so perfectly nebulous and just the, like I know it's like who am I to sort of say the things that have been said a billion times about it but like to de- like I find it so like when Sean Locke died who I liked but certainly oh this no is obsession different to that but no what what I mean is I couldn't and still haven't been able to watch any Sean Locke like I just don't want to watch it when there's this outpouring of love and everyone's like I'll watch this watch I was like I can't watch it I can't watch Norm I can't listen to Norm and I know that some people are like oh like you know when John Lennon dies or when Bowie dies they sit down and they listen back to back through all the music I can't bring myself to okay 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 here's the ultimate compliment test I did watch some I watched some Today, I watched some last night. I always watch him. I, I literally watch him every day. Yep. Or something. So do I. Yep. Okay, but I watched it and someone had posted, you know, and it was someone had, so I'm, I, I've got to say, some, I, I'm just doing that hipster thing where other people eulogise and is actually annoying me. I'm, I'm yeah. actually getting angry by people I know saying things well, I, I don't think they mean. Yeah. And yeah. it's pissing me off. They're saying things that I do mean. And I don't think yeah, they no. do mean. But yeah. it's really yeah, yeah, pissing yeah. me off. Because they just want to get in on his uh, in on his little spotlight of death. Yeah, we don't know that, but yeah, I totally agree. It's really weird, isn't it? What a weird yeah. thing to have. Like you didn't like him as much as you said. No, it's not even that. It's just like I don't need to say it to anyone. I mean, I am saying it to you, and I guess the people that listen to this, but they know that we talk about him all the <laughs> fucking time. And then someone I've never heard mention him says something like totally over the yeah, top. I've, I've had to, I've and I'm just like, today. oh, you fucking cunt, mawkish cunt. But um, I've so not anyway, really I did been watch able some, to look at and it. And you know what, Ash? You didn't I'm like watching... it? No, I laughed. I laughed. Yeah. You know, even when he was doing the bit about the alcoholism versus bowel cancer. Fucking hell. And he's talking about bowel cancer, and it's so good. He was so good. The best. I mean, what is a comedy bit? Even in the context of that, you know, his body's hardly gone cold and I absolutely love the fucking geezer and I'm watching him talk about dying and, and I laughed it because it is so, it is comedy. It's not anything else. The only bit and that's I've why, watched. Sorry, that, that was, that was, sorry, that's my point, that he never did find that vehicle. Like it was, you know, Dirty Work was good, but he never was, didn't, become a, he didn't become a movie star like a, Bill Murray, or well, yeah, he got I mean? kicked out of Saturday Night Live. Got kicked out of Saturday Night Live, and he did try to do that talk show. Well, didn't really work when it when the network Netflix got behind him. I loved Norm. I think I loved him. His podcast of Adam Eager is the best thing. Yeah, but yeah. I think I, 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 that that was for me the best thing he could do because he was the guest. He was yeah. the host and the guest. <laughs> That's and a really great pers- point. He yeah, is and the, the person guest. that came on. So yeah. if someone said to me, "What That's was your really favorite?" Great point. If someone said to me, "What was your favorite uh, episode of Norm the podcast when he was on Jash?" I'd say that's the perfect way to put it. It's not who's my favorite host because he could have a guest who I hated, and it would be my favorite episode because it's yeah. about him. He yeah, was just yeah. having someone else there, and you can see they're in awe of him. Every comedian's just looking at him, going, up. and there's always a moment. And every time I've seen him talking to anyone in that sort of more freeform thing. Well, there's a look on their eyes, which is like, oh, it must be what it's like when you come up against someone like playing against Messi. We're I mean, just like, oh, fuck. I yeah, but they all is- said that. Like, you watch the interviews where it's him and David Spade and Adam Sandler, and, and they all talk about just, like, the time that he was on set. And, you know, they've all got these stories, and they all revere him. Is that the word? Revere yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They all absolutely revere him. And that, that you can... Whatever the field is, it's your peers. The way how your peers rate you, that, is and that's where what you are, and they all I've, rate him as the best. That's what I've took comfort today. I think he might not have had the career that I wanted him to have, but he had the career that he wanted, and that mm. is ultimately, you know, ultimately that's, that he lived his dream. He did live his dream, and I think that's and I think that was the thing with him. I think everyone always looked at him through the prism of, oh, Norm, he should, he's only here, he should be doing this, he should be bigger, he should be this, he should be that. 
That was our problem. I don't think that maybe he didn't no. think that way. Well, you know, he's a multi-millionaire with... Well, he never... Yeah. So... And he was the best. And he was the best. And he was the best. And, and he never compromised. And that goes a big part into it. Why is the best? You know, that, that, um, that you can't say there's nothing to do with it. I... Hello? Ash? Oh. Uh, it's such a... I think he's on Conan, I think it is, where he talks about dogs. And it's just him saying about how, where did pit bulls come from? There are no pit bulls. He goes, he starts off with like, you know, big dogs, you know, big dogs. I'm going to talk about big dogs, you know, big dogs. (laughs) It's just like, imagine going on Conan. He He looks like a kid. You go, he went on Conan. And his whole introduction is just him going, you know, big dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I can't, if you, like, if you plopped us on, say to, to, tonight someone phoned you and went, right, you're on live at the Apollo. Let's just say it's, you know, you're going to get paid. It's going to be a huge audience. Imagine going on live at the Apollo and going, so I want to talk to you about big dogs, you know, big dogs. Yeah, well, that was the thing. You, every time you watch something like that, it feels like an in joke, but just you and him. And he smiles and he scratches his face. And... That was it. He had everything. He had funny bones, didn't he? He was expressive, and he was the smart, the cleverest bloke, the cleverest yeah, bloke. Yeah, yeah. But the cleverest man pretended to be stupid a lot of the time. But also sometimes pretended to be clever. That was the thing with him. He he didn't have one track. He didn't have one lane that he was in. And you know, like you know, you could say like. You know, like you get like musicians, like you get ACDC, and they just do what they do, and yeah, people yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. He wasn't that, but like, you know, you get, uh, like, then you get people like the Beatles. They're experimental, but they have a lot of things that miss. He didn't do that either. It was like he was everything and could do everything, and it always worked for me. Because once you get on board with someone, um, there's certain things where you know I'll show it to someone, and they'll be like, they'll sort of think, "Is he drunk? Is this?" Yeah, funny? I can't. I can't show anyone anything. And it's like, like you don't get. Him, you're not one of us. You said to me, weirdly, at the beginning of lockdown, when he did those interviews on YouTube, which are just awful, really. Like they're on his phone, basically. And I remember you saying he looked ill then. Yeah. And obviously we didn't know, but we thought I I mean, I remember thinking like he'd slipped because he was a you know gambling addict. He had been, he'd lost, he said he's lost everything twice. Twice, yeah. Um, and then, and he said stopped. he felt clean. It's the only time he's ever felt clean. That says a lot about it, that person's. Um, yeah, that's true. But then, in the last couple it? of weeks, he's been gambling again and it's been on Twitter. And I've been seeing people going, like, Norm, what are you doing? You don't need this, Norm, like, step away from it, Norm, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's obviously because he knew he was about to die, isn't it? He made no yeah. reference to it. But he obviously no. just went, I fucking love gambling, and I'm going to die in two weeks, so I'm going to gamble. And he did. And, and he also, you know, obviously he's got quite spiritual the last decade, and that yeah. makes more sense now. Totally does. Yeah, well, I remember him saying that he's overcome it. I remember, I can't remember where he said it, because like I said, I, I watched everything so many times, I, can't place it, but he said, I got over my fear of death when I realised that the two can't coexist. Like, you can't be alive and dead. So you, if you're dead, you don't know you're dead. Yeah. And I was just like, that, that is now, you think, God, that is some of this. Look down the barrel of the... Who's had, yeah, decade to... Well, because, yeah, Jim Carrey tweeted saying about, you know... Uh, how amazing it was and he said 10 years he's dealt with this like silently i wonder if jim carrey knew the way he spoke about it made me think yeah yeah well, i wonder during it was lung cancer do you know what cancer it was no i don't know don't know well i know he was, i know he gave up smoking about a decade ago didn't he and well, he's that... a heavy heavy smoker do you remember when he first started doing his podcast he used to have an unlit cigarette in his yeah, mouth? yeah 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 i think it i mean did he do that i mean now i mean He's, he was so committed to the bit as a true comedian. I wonder if things like that were, you know, because if, you know, if I was dying or thought I was going to die or the possibility. Well, this is the thing. I you think. Know, I wouldn't I, have the wherewithal to lay little Easter eggs, but I think he probably is the sort of person that would. Yeah, but I, that's what I mean. This is the thing that I'm now, I don't think it's coming, but I'm like, 
I want there to be a tweet. I want there to be... Yeah, jump out of a surprise. Not really. Yeah, or not even yeah. that, but just like, oh, like, since you're reading this, I died. Here's a special that I did. Because he was working on a special, wasn't he? Like, I remember seeing tweets about it, and I saw, I remember seeing, he did, like, a tour of his house, bizarrely. On yeah, you yeah, know, notes. Loads of notes, just piled up notes. In this weird little mezzanine floor of his house, didn't he? He had this weird mm. little with an armchair and a table with just post-it notes mm. and a notebook. He was a funny fucking bloke. It's the best. Is actually the best. Like, yeah, not, actually the best. Yeah, not just. And I thought it like I didn't think it when I first used to see him. I didn't think it dirty work. I didn't. I didn't probably. I only really thought, oh no, he is the best when he's doing his podcast. And it yeah. wasn't even, you know, but then it's when you watch his stand-up, you're like, oh, this is flawless. Well, even this my This is son, actually flawless. Like, my, I, told my, I, t- uh, I took my son to school this morning, and um, I said to him, oh, it's really bad news, Norm's died. And he said, uh, well, well, at least he's with Uncle Bert now. Is it Uncle Bert, the guy who's got bowel cancer in the yeah, story? Yeah, Uncle Bert, but yeah. And he said, at least he's with Uncle Bert. And I was just like, although he's an atheist, the boy, he doesn't actually think he's with Uncle Bert. But I just thought, well, that's great. Like, I was so and probably his Uncle Terry as well, the one that was in Vietnam. <laughs> but I just, um, yeah, I mean, he made me laugh. He made the boy laugh. He made you laugh. Like, oh, he's just perfect. Fucking perfect. Just... Because he didn't give a fuck. He did not give a fuck. All he gave a fuck about was the comedy, wasn't it? Just thinking back to like the just the things he threw away, the lines, the words, the thing. Everything's so meticulously planned, really, but looks so completely unplanned. The the drifting off in his own joke, the little smirk on his face when he knows that that's a weird, funny thing to have said. It's just phenomenal and like i just even thinking back to the norm show i just remember like one line where there was a telephone i think about it a lot and i really need to watch it again to actually remember the line but it's like a telethon and they go how's the um it's like a vote a phone in vote how's the vote going and he says oh so far 60 percent of people have texted in a buck 50 to say i don't know and i just remember thinking Oh yeah, that's stupid, but that kind yeah. of is the thing that does happen. Yeah. I don't know, that line just sticks. Well, all... I just want everyone listening to know I was the biggest Norm fan. And in honor of his memory, how much I loved him, I've stayed at home and watched back to back episodes of Cheers. <laughs> For fuck's sake. That's the my mate made that joke on um on a Facebook group and I just um, brought myself he was joking I know he was joking but I just haven't brought myself to respond to it oh he said the actual joke basically he said I can't believe no one's talking about his time in Cheers alright and I just well he's the only other norm in it I've not been able to respond to anyone like I've had well look people die no they don't mate they do. We all die, Ash. You're going to die. You know. He that, was right? my second favourite comedian, Panks. Can I say that? Right. Behind Justin Panks. Well, I'm going to die. Probably. It's, it's 61. It's no age. I'm getting old when I say. I remember when I was young, I would have thought I was really old anyway. You didn't have long left. But now oh, there's like, that that's, famous that's Louis not very C- old. There's that famous Louis C.K. bit where he's like, I'm reaching an age where when yeah. I die now, people go, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, what it is, is Norm's that in-between age where he's not, it's not a tragedy because he's so young and it's not, a, a, you're not going to say it's no age he had at all, so is much. it? He yeah, had so much you're not going to gonna say, well, that's no age and you're not going to say, well, he had a good innings. It was just... The weird like, thing is... And 41, is, bowled out 41, something like that. I, um, it was like a week or two ago, I was laying in bed and I thought, I wonder how I'd feel if Norm died. Well, it's your fault then. I don't think I influenced it. I was well, just... how do you know? In and this then... version of reality, you might have done. So last night, I just kept waking up in the night and it was like my head, my brain, all my thoughts, like a washing machine. I felt like 
I don't know. I can't really explain how I felt, but I woke you know, up I and think I was you've like, got. I think when you feel like that, that's actually not normal. That's mortality. Yeah. I, I just felt hollow and I felt sad. But oh, I've that, had all that when I went to bed. and then Yeah, but then you I wake think up and you're like, oh, what about me? I'm going to die as well. Well, no, all I was, I haven't had that so much, actually. I am in pure mourning. I am in pure, pure mourning. I've not been questioning, like last week, uh, I think we probably spoke about it, but Phil Jarrett died, who's a comedian that no one who listens probably would even know, but was on the comedy circuits gigged with him lots and got on with him and was nice that it, it upset me that he died but that also made me feel my own mortality drunk yeah a bit closer to home maybe um whereas this one i have not had that yet apart from obviously when i was asleep my brain oh, i could just const i mean this is a bit bit too dark maybe really but all About i could it. all i could I could see his last breaths like that in my, I must've been dreaming it over and over and over. And mm. I woke up and I felt like, fuck, I need to do something, get up, get out. So I literally like something in a film, I swung my legs around in the bed at like two o'clock in the morning and just sat perched on the edge of the bed. And then my wife, my wife just said, um, you're right. I went, no, I'm really not, but I haven't, didn't say to her, oh it's norms died i just <laughs> sat there i was just like no, no, no look, there ain't, i don't think there's another death i've never had is. this i've no, never no had no it. no yes i'm gonna say there, there's no one else i've been thinking about this there's no alive there's no one that's not in my actual life like a celebrity or a, no. that would bother me at all this is the worst one that they could See, have i know been. it wouldn't bother you at all i know i know that i think like I say, Sean Locke dying two weeks ago. I, I, I wasn't even like a massive fan. I, it's weird. I wasn't no, even I felt a massive nothing fan. about that one. That one I didn't did. Touch me. I was like, I felt like, oh, that's shit. I liked shit. him. Yeah, liked that's him, the thing. But I didn't watch him. No, I know. I, know, I, wasn't, do I, I. I wasn't waiting for his next special. This no, is the thing. I know. There's no, there's no band. There's no bands where I'm like waiting for the next album. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, I grew, like, as shit as it may be. It was like a late teen twenties. Like I loved Green Day. I loved Green Day, and then I just stopped loving Green. I heard the Green Day song the other day, and I, I thought to myself, "Oh, this is a Green Day song I've not heard." And I thought, "Jesus Christ!" If I could go back to the me of like twenty one and go, "Oh yeah, by the way, Green Day will be releasing albums you just won't listen to." Yeah, <laughs> like that seems bizarre. Well, that's to me, the but... thing. Think and and also people do lose as they get older. He. You could tell he wasn't what that guy either, was he? He was actually quite difficult to age. And when yeah. he used to say his age, he used to say, I'm almost 50. You know, he's obviously yeah, tongue yeah, in cheek. Yeah. He lied constantly. I know. Like, but he, when he joked. Was 61, he I was lie. like, oh, he was actually 61 then. Yeah, exactly. I was like, do they know that for sure? I sort of doubted his age when it was reported. Yeah, like, how yeah. do they know? But um, I but found was... it weird. Like, he's changing face. Um, whether he was on chemo or not, or in remission or. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Well, he must have been on an offer if he's been going a decade. Oh, yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not battling it for a decade. You're doing it, and they think it's gone away, and then it comes back again. It's not like you're actually doing chemo for it. On his Netflix special, he's big, isn't he? You know, he's he's rotund. Um, and then you saw him. Have you seen his last cameo? He did. He did one quite recently. Oh, yeah. Is he very pale and thin and grey? Yeah. I can't watch any of that. Yeah, yeah, because he wore like yellow tinted glasses for the yeah. last like year, so that can be something about the like protecting your eyes, the bright light, and all that stuff. I can't was... watch it. Like I kind of, I've got his um, Netflix special on an LP, so I could lay here now. I mean, you could lay and listen to it anyway, but I could just sit here and put that on and listen to it. But I just can't. I can't no, do you, it. You, you know, you, you, it's not probably the time to do that anyway, is it? If, if you feel like that. I mean, I've watched his stuff, and but, but that's just because I always have. And I, I always yeah. watch him probably like uh, uh, obsessively. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I, I'm not 
competing with you. No, I know. But it's crazy. I do it every day. I would watch something of his every day. I really genuinely would. Uh, At bed, I go to bed. I put YouTube on. During the day, I sit there because there's someone on YouTube called Not Norm McDonald. Oh, I'm not Norm, yeah. He sells them hoodies and that. Yeah. And it's just Norm stuff, constant Norm stuff. My boy, the professor of logic at the University of Science hoodies. I've noticed, yeah, I've noticed that um, a lot of stuff, like I think his show has gone off there completely. The podcasts have gone. um, And I don't think you can find them easily on YouTube. Mm. So how, what? Why has that all come off? That was there recently. I've been watching it not not long ago. They're going to fucking monetize it, aren't they? Yeah, but who? I don't know. It's whoever owns his, whoever you know, you sign waivers, don't you? Like whoever recorded it with. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, know. I had a mo- weird moment today where I thought about Adam Eager. Yeah, what's he going to do? <laughs> yeah, well, Karen managing the comedy store, I suppose. Yeah, he's still got a career and everything. And but... Fred Stoller, he was his first little bitch. He used to bully, wasn't he? Fred Stoller, and also, I've not seen it because I've tried. I've just not been looking. But I was thinking about like the people's reaction. Like I was thinking about someone like Super Dave's reaction. He's dead. Is he dead? Yeah, he died. Good. I'm glad that he's dead first because <laughs> I just can't imagine hearing him. How did oh, he I think die? that was the funniest one. That was the first one of his. When podcast. did he die? Yeah, he's well, about a year ago. That was when he's, he's, he was the first episode of the normal podcast, wasn't it? And he didn't know yeah, it was yeah. live. He's like, "What are you talking about? Can you, check, just... the, can you check the um, traffic on the way back to Santa Monica, please?" And they're like, "This is live." He's like, "This is live." And he's like, his face <laughs> "Is that dropped. not a joke? Is that not a joke?" No, I don't think so. And when, uh, when Norm oh, does that joke, where he's gone, a gold-plated ball and chain would be a good retirement <laughs> gift for an excellent slave. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you can't say that. I'm glad that he is there genuinely because I felt sad thinking about Super Dave being sad that Norman died. Yeah, well. I'm mentally ill I am. Doesn't yeah. affect me in any way. But I was like, oh, imagine Super Dave being like, oh, he went before me. And he didn't, he died before. Hmm. Sad that he's dead, though. He was good in Curb as well, wasn't he? Yeah, I've not. See, I'm not a devout Curber, but I mm. need to be. Artie Funkhausen or something is called in there, isn't he? Something like that. I need to watch it, really. Oh, you like never seen it at all? I've watched bits and pieces. Oh, yeah, it's funny. He's, that's why he goes jogging with some money in his shoe and he goes to pay that Larry David back with it and he don't want it. It's stupid, it's stupid. Yeah. But Norm was the best. Yeah. Now he's dead. I want there to be another special. There ain't, he's dead. Yeah. Mm. I want all of, like, I just want it to be much easier to get hold of his specials to, like, so you can see the Netflix one, you know, you can, but I just, why aren't they all, why isn't there 10 that I can just watch? Mm. Even his little sketch one that he did, I can't think what it's called, but the one like where it's got the, it opens, I think, with the Fantastic Four. And it's just talking about the names. Like, you will be, yeah. you are you're on fire. I mean, even like when he talk. hosted like the ESPN Sports and that. Yeah. Just everything he did. When he got that, when he got that Native American on. As, when he's um, doing a comedy, he's doing that thing at the comedy awards, and he he, he does a pastiche with Marlon Brando did at the Oscars, and he gets that Native American to come on and talk about genocide, deadpan. Fuck. It's fucking brilliant. Have we heard from OJ Simpson? Has he said anything yet? Oh god, he's dead as well. Any older, his the bloke were fired him. Is it Oldermeyer? What was his name? Oh really? Yeah, I think he died as well. I wonder if OJ knows that Norm MacDonald exists and whether he knows he's dead. He must do, because that was the other thing when he said at that ESPN, he says so-and-so, this athlete, he goes, is NFL's the first, oh, yeah, running, yeah, yeah, yeah. first running back to win the 
Is it up? Not Heisenberg. That's What's it like called? Unbelievable. That what, bit. What's it called? It? The Heisenberg trophy. I don't know, but because they got and it shows the guy. Yeah, and, you go, and nobody can take that away from him unless he kills his wife and a waiter. Fuck <laughs> See, you're laughing. That's how good he was. <laughs> yeah, it's showing the kid in the crowd. It's everyone's like, the... oh, I think that's an interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they let? Why did they let that happen? It's so bizarre. No, you can't do that. I wonder if he they just can. Didn't get... That's why he's perfect. That's what I'm saying. He's pure I wonder comedy. if he didn't get paid or something. Oh, he you know wouldn't I mean? care. There's that Jim Brewer tells that story. He walked <laughs> no, the whole room, didn't he? Take that away from him. Unless he kills his wife and a waiter in cold blood. And it's just this kid who's just like one player of the year, like young player of the year or something. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just and uh, have you seen that one where he goes on the view and he's talking about which is like loose women in America? Yes. He's talking about Clinton being a murderer. Yes, because we know we all know that. And they go, No, no, we don't know that. He goes, What? I, I thought, thought it was, was a matter of record. Knowledge. I thought it was a matter of record. No, I mean, if you don't move on, we're not gonna ask you back. <laughs> he's bringing it up. <laughs> it's just incredulous that they're like, but then Again, he would have been back on. You know, that wasn't the last time they had him. It's weird that you can survive. Imagine going on British daytime but TV. But he played and, that like it was and accusing Boris Boris Johnson of murdering. Yeah, but people. I think Clinton was convicted of it or something. Or like, I, you must have been right. Well, you couldn't couldn't have said it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, know. But it's like he was. It was like this alternative reality where he was the one in the know and in the right, and they was all trying to hush him. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like you know, like a. Bizarro world or something, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't know that about Clinton, but I can't remember. But yeah, it's just him, uh, just him going. Oh, I thought, like, so I just and he always was... looked like when he in that era, he had like fifteen bits of gum in his mouth. It's like he was yeah, chewing yeah, a yeah, golf yeah. ball. This massive. Well, it's weird, isn't up. it, that he changed from like having that nervous tick almost of um, oh fucking hell, what is it he says? Like constant, you know? No, what's he says? Isn't it, you know? And he would just say it uh, over and over and over and over and over. And then it just stopped. Like, I wonder what made him go, oh, I've really got to just stop saying that. I was watching him last night before I found out, because you told me. Well, you, well, you just said, fuck Norm. And I, yeah, oh, fuck. no. Yeah, you broke the news to me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. But I thought, oh, God, he's not a nonce, is he? And then, because oh, no. when anyone says that nowadays, it's like, oh, God, what is it? Like Bob Dylan and blah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But oh, I, about God. an hour before I found out, I was watching him when he was doing his Quentin Tarantino impression. Yeah, that's amazing. I've got a big head, okay? I mean, like, it's really big, all right? I mean, it's not even like I've got an eagle, okay? It's like a, it's actually like a big head, all right? He just keeps going like, he ends every sentence with okay and all right. It's so <laughs> funny. But it's not a good impression, but it is. No, it doesn't need to be a good impression. It's just hilarious. Uh... Norm MacDonald's Quentin Tarantino is funny. I don't even like Saturday Night Live. No, I never did. Shit. But... Yeah, yeah, it's shit. Yeah, I mean, it's so shit. And uh, when he went back on, he went back on to do it, and that, and he was invited back yeah. as a guest host. He yeah. was like, so I was. Eve Rob got funnier. My... Yeah, I've got funnier. This show has got much, much worse. <laughs> but yeah, Lorne Michaels never. Saw the didn't see the funny side of that apparently like that. It wasn't was it? It was that old white geezer who run this yeah, network. The one who died he, he was also. Best mates of OJ, and they said you got to stop doing OJ jokes. And you just go up there. Yeah. It was live, and he just do more OJ jokes. Yeah, that is the instinct of a true comedian. Yeah, in, fuck the consequences. In, yeah, fuck it. This is funny, and he used to say things on there, and it never bothered him if they laughed or not. No, well, that's the, if you watch his stand up, that's the beauty of it. Like, you can see things not land. There's one, there's one thing I listened to, there's no video, but it's just audio of him dying. I don't know if you've seen that, where he just doesn't, he just goes. Like, actually, there is a bit where you hear him realize he's dying and he just go, he just continues, he just goes for it. And there's some people start laughing. I don't know if whether he really wins them back, but there's definitely. Him just going, well, I'm just going to push on. I'm just going to... Yeah, I don't think he cared. That's what I liked about him. 
Anyway, that is Norm. 20, I don't know what year he was born. 19, I can't wait. I think it's 59, wasn't it? 1959 to 2021. Um, it's difficult to sort of talk about anything else, really, isn't it? You know? Um, give it a bash. Yeah. Give it I was a thinking, bash. I just, what can you say when you talk about, you talk about one of the, the greatest, and then you're going to try and, what, come up with an anecdote about my willy. I don't know. What What can you say? Um, what have you been up to, mate? Well, I've been decorating again, ah. mainly decorating. Um, but we had a man come and fit carpet to the hall stairs and landing. Mm-hmm. No, the stairs and landing. The hall's mm-hmm. not got carpet. And um, so it's great. It's really great. And then I went down the stairs and I trod on a spike. I trod on a oh, spike. Oh, no. What, a carpet? A so carpet. I was like, oh, fuck. I've trod on a carpet grip. They're monsters. Though. I had to rip up all the old ones. And I think the ones I've put down are the identical brand. But, like, my partner was like, oh, no, you need to take up the old ones. We're getting all new ones. Well, there's no difference. They're the yeah. same. They've not yeah. changed. There's one product that was designed and made and has never been changed at all. There's been yep. no evolution of the carpet grip. No. And I trod on this thing and it really fucking hurt. And I was like, and I felt, and I was like, that's far too far forward. Like, I'm going to tread on that every time. Yeah, it's not against the wall sort of thing. And then I realised it wasn't. It was a nail that had been dropped, landed on its flat base and come up through the carpet. Oh, my what did you what have you hang on how are you remedying this well so that's i mean the perfect question panks the absolute perfect question how am i remedying that what i did was and i had my little tiny daughter was with me um because i was going down the stairs there at the time so i was like i tried to get it and i couldn't because obviously the base is fatter than the tip of the nail so i had to unpluck Carpet. You didn't think to ring him up then? Well, my partner said, uh, we've got four weeks if we notice anything for him to come back out and he'll sort it out. There's four weeks, basically, where he'll just come back. And I thought, ah, oh, fuck this. And I basically pulled up a section of the carpet that's brand new. <laughs> it's been done like an hour. Put my hand under, poked myself on the carpet spikes which I went, oh, my bloody finger. And then my daughter said, daddy's just uh, hurt his bloody finger. I then um, got the nail, pulled it out, and then put it all back. And then my daughter went to my wife and went, dad pulled the carpet up, but he's put it back and it looks fine. I went, don't tell her that. Why have you crossed me up? Like, it's how would she know that that's not what you're supposed to do? It's really Mm. weird, but she completely grasped me up. Why didn't you just ring him up? I should have rung him up, mate. Mm. I wish, but it looks fine. He's fine. You wouldn't know. But, um, that was me yawning. Yeah, I've got nothing done, mate. I've got nothing done. I, um, this week, I, I've I've stopped doing the radio. I decided there's another thing. I'm basically having an existential crisis at all levels. I really didn't need Norman MacDonald to die, to be honest. No. So I've stopped doing the radio show with Matt as well. I guess I can talk about that on air because, you know, no one from the station's going to listen. But um, it's weird because that's something I always wanted to do from being a kid. I wanted to do radio. I wanted to be a stand-up and a radio presenter. That's all I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got the opportunity to do it, and then nothing happened, really. We just plodded along, and it become a bit of a chore. And I really, mm-hmm. really, really like Matt, and we really got on well. But every single time we turned up to do it, it was like, shall we, like, how can we get through this quicker? How can we do this? What? Have, and every week it was like, right, have you done, have, have you done prep? Have you prepped? So, you know, it's a five hour show on a Saturday, five hour on a Sunday. You've got to have a certain amount of content. Is that how it. much you was doing? Yeah. Yeah. What time of the day was you doing that? Well, it wasn't live. 
but it was one till six. Yeah, so we had to fill obviously enough content, and it would just be like as we were going, it's like you got something, have you got something? Because there's only so much freewheeling you can do, you've got to have some things to talk about. Uh, is there? Uh, well, maybe <laughs> not, but you know, when you're trying to broadcast and you've got to be clean, yeah, you, fuck you, that. That's the thing. Why would you? This is the thing, man. Let's go back, let's unpack this from the start, right? Little, you little young Ash with his low self esteem. Probably really, really, really in his heart of hearts, just wanted to be a stand up comedian. But thought, no, that's not feasible. I couldn't do that. I'm going to already start about diversifying in the radio. You, don't, you didn't want to be a radio host. You just thought you couldn't be a comedian. I wanted to be a certain kind of radio host. I wanted to be a late night radio host with a phone in. That's what I wanted. You just do that then. Where? Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so that's what I've decided I'm going to do. Like, uh, I'm going to do something on Twitch, I think, where you can have that interaction. That's it, exactly. I am going to do it, try and take some personal control over it because, yeah, the radio is what I wanted to do, but it wasn't anything like I wanted it to be. There wasn't that. You know, I really had visions of us doing a a 10 o'clock phone-in. Like, there was a guy, there was a local DJ in Essex, whose name was, I think his name, it was Caesar the Boogie Man, then Caesar the Geezer. I don't know what his real name was, but he was just, he was a controversial, not shock jock, but he was funny. Not like wacky funny as you, oh, I guess it was quite wacky funny, but he would also genuinely be funny. And he'd have phone-ins and he would take the piss out of people and he'd have sometimes serious phone-ins and he was brilliant i love listening to him every night i listened to him when i went to bed and i never i could never sleep so i'd have him on i don't know if he was on 10 till 12 probably and i just would have the radio in my bed listening to it with am signal probably in and out you know you know when it's like a tide coming in and out and um that's what i wanted to be i wanted to have that and we just got no interaction. Of course we didn't. 1am till 6, Saturday and Sunday. And we just weren't, weren't. As much as I enjoyed doing it, I'd, I'd, it'd become a thing where I was like, oh, and I've got to do the radio. So, yeah, yeah. I feel a bit, I, feel, I kind of feel weirdly sort of devastated at not doing it anymore, but also a relief that I don't have to. Yeah, things, anything can become a chore, can't it? Yeah, and I just didn't think anything was changing. Been doing it three and a half years, and and changed. But yeah, I do. I am going to do something. I am going to do Twitch. I just like. I mean, I I know that you know you get two or three viewers sometimes, or something like that, or none. But it's a creative. That's what we do, isn't it? There, as much as we are what we are, I have to be creative. Otherwise, I get chronically depressed and up until i did stand up at 27 i had a big black hole sitting inside my chest where i was so angry at myself for not doing stand up or not being creative and as soon as i started doing stand up i i felt a relief of like oh thank fuck for that you're doing something yeah same so i um i've got to do something i've got to do more because although we gig you like normie, what, what, what are you leaving behind? Legacy. Yeah, I'm not leaving anything. I've got no legacy into, other than family. I've got... No, I mean, no, I mean, like stand-up legacy. I mean, yeah, where's your yeah, material? Yeah. Where's your canon? Where, 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 I ain't got none either. Yeah, it's all those ephemeral things that disappear off into the night. We've got the gig hundreds ends. and hundreds of podcasts that Yanis has preserved, like, oh, right. like a, like a, in like a, a, a amber. Like a, no, like a dead boar it's like a coprolite you know like no, a... like some one of the woodland creatures he shot and stuffed and put on a plaque in his wood cabin pranks and firth shot and stuffed here lies pranks and firth uh, but though no, it has made me like i genuinely it's been a really fucking shit couple of weeks and that's not you know i don't want to get bogged down in that it's not, Why not? shit it's not shit in terms of real shit like everything's great really but just I'm talking about me selfishly. Um, oh, you can't, you, there's that selfish though. You got to talk about you think about yourself, isn't you? 
Everything's yeah, through yeah. the prism of you. Everything I yeah, see yeah. through the prism of me. But you know, on the you know, life is great. But is it? No, What's no. Great no. about it. You know, I've got good children and wife and a baby on the way. My house is. They're nice all gonna and... die. And. <laughs> But I felt like I needed to make a creative change. That's where I was at, basically. I needed to do something. And that does mean, like, this, for example, is an outlet and something I love doing. And we've got so much that we want to do and we haven't been able to do. And I really, really, really want to do it. I basically need to make a list of all the stuff. But basically... I. I don't know, maybe this is like the death knell of a comedy career. I don't really know. I don't know what it is, but I've well, definitely got... why I've... don't you look at it as this being the death of apathetic ash? Yeah, well, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, And it's... from the phoenix of those flames will rise pro-ash-dick. 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 Um, I... It's weird. Pro-a- be... Pro-ash-dick. The problem... I've applied for lots of gigs, and as we know, that's depressing because nine times, well, then you get a response, do you? Literally nine times. I got a response to one that said, um, Oh, hi, great to hear from you. Um, We will be booking gigs. Um, Please contact us again in 2022. I I know that's like four months away, but I was like, Oh, fuck it now. But there's one place that I got loads of work from in the past, and they put up a thing. It was like, please tell us your availability for these dates. And there was like 30 dates. I was like, you know what? There's nothing in my diary other than a baby that's coming that can't be moved you know what i mean so i was like mm. i'm gonna say yes to everyone other than ones in december which is when the baby's coming right that is a that would be a foolish at uh, the be- beginning of december is okay but towards the end of december beginning of january that would be a foolish time to book in gigs um i think it one. i think get one of them and i'm like well what happened there like how i did really well at those gigs i've got you know video of me doing well i've got i know i did well and then i don't think they're ever going to book me again did you think think it's because you groped that woman yeah i shouldn't have done it i know that now (laughs) didn't happen to was it johnny vegas that had all that alleged against him on on stage what happened to all that it doesn't matter Um, was it on stage yeah it was on stage count (laughs) because you were a do you remember that time you were a hypnotist yeah. Do you remember that guy? Let's not name names. Do you remember that comedian that become a hypnotist? A stage hypnotist. Like he was an open micer, I think, when we were open micers. And he no. he was I mean, I'm not I don't want to slag him off, but I remember one of his jokes was uh something like so uh I was in a farmer's field the other day and I jumped over a wall, landed in a cow pat. I guess you could say, yeah. look before you leap. Yeah. So I uh, had a hole in my socks and I just stitched it up. <laughs> and then the other sock I didn't bother. And then a week later I had to stitch nine. It, it took nine <laughs> stitches to do that one. So I guess you could say... Uh... <laughs> How but many that's... people have made the joke of time, time the herd? <laughs> oh my god, he definitely did. I, I think every two weeks on fake on social media, someone why stop doing it's it? It's the same joke. I don't Just care how you word it. Doing it, please. There is a it. herb that's called time that sounds like the abstract concept of time. Stop it's fucking so doing it. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, this guy. He um he then just studied hypnosis and become a stage hypnotist. Well, and, he's definitely a sex offender, isn't he? But it's bizarre. And then I heard from him in about ten years, and then I got booked on a gig that he was on, and he was a musical comedian. Oh, that's just someone. Just, What's you know, him? 
Just keep flinging shit at the wall until some of it sticks. Crazy though. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. I've, I've never. I wouldn't even go to one of those hypnosis shows. They can't be real, can they? I've like when it's no like oh, they'll give you like an onion and sell you an apple, and somebody just eats it. I've got no idea. I don't know if it's. I've been hypnotized before, but I don't know if it's possible to just hypnotize someone. Is it hypnotized? Is it possible to hypnotize someone and bum them? That's what everyone listening wants to know. Yes, it is. Yep, and enjoy it or. I don't know. But that's Enjoy the thing. Are those, are those shows just um, the equivalent of the psychic medium? Well, yeah, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know. I remember it was one of the most awkward things when we had babies and you start mixing with other couples that have had babies and you've got nothing in common except you've had a baby in the same school year, pretty much. Yeah. And we were talking and I said something about this charlatans and even oh. also, that's a bit awkward. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. anyway, it's just awkward in it because I'm actually, you know, I work in Dixon's during the day, but in, you know, the evenings and weekends, I'm actually a ghostbuster. Oh, I remember you telling me this. And I went, what was that now? And he went, yeah. They well, were, in you your, were they in your house or were you in their house? I was in their house. And he went and got this photo album and he goes, look at these orbs. And it was like, him and his mates, yeah. He was like, him and his mates in a basement, and like one of them was holding a torch or something. He goes, "I've actually got a certified letter from a from a um, high up cannon uh, engineer saying that there is absolutely no way this could have been caused by the photographic equipment." I go, "What is it then?" He goes, "Well, it's basically a ball of cosmic energy." Oh my god! Did spirits you... from the spirit world. And I went, I, All right, I've I, got to go. Yeah, I'm re- I was just literally about to say, if I remember this right. You said, "We're going." Yes, which is really brave of you. That and it, speaks and his, highly and his, of and you. And his wife went, "Oh, I know it's a bit much to take. It's controversial." I went, "No." She, as she walked out the door, she went, "Oh, for fuck's sake, Michael, you've done it again." Yeah, Gary and Sam. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, she goes. I know. <laughs> she goes. It's a bit controversial and difficult to to get your head around. I went, "No." Just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> It's not that. You've misread the situation. You're so brave. You're so brave. It's like... a point, mate. The uh, thing was... No, it doesn't come a point. No, but the thing was, can I just say, it sounds You can say whatever you like. It's your podcast. I'm putting a brave spin on it, but actually, I sort of left because I I had properly put my foot in it as well. Yeah, yeah, But then, like, you know, we're like, how am I going to get my foot out? How am I going to get my foot out? And then when you find out the person's just a wanker, you're like, oh, fuck them. Exactly. Tell me what Toby was. If he had told me he was a nonce, I'd have been the same amount of disgusted. That's what how. About? That's how little I thought of it. This sort of shit. So I worked at this place once, and there was a guy who was known to be a compulsive liar. Right? He was just a liar. He lied about everything, at every level, big, small. You know, lied. He said he was a multi multi millionaire, but he only worked in this office to give something back. Oh my god. He wore the same, he had three nice suits, you know, like Armani suits, but he had three and he wore them in rotation. Um, and one day, so there was a guy that we worked with who was, his name was Bobby and I've never known anything like Bobby. I can't, like he was scum, but I'm still in awe of him really because of the way he lived his life. Like, not in awe of him in a good way. Just like, I can't believe that someone gives no shits. Like, he went on holiday with his girlfriend and ended up having, like, cheating on her with someone else that he bumped into in on the on the resort. You know what I mean? It was stuff like that. It's like, and he's tripped. Like, I was with him in the place that we worked where he would just walk up to someone in the street and go, like, Amanda. And then the woman would stop and go, I'm not Amanda. And he'd go, Oh my god! God, you look exactly like my friend Amanda. How are you? And, or like that's amazing. And she'd be like, "Oh, right, no." And he goes, "Do you know Amanda?" No, I don't. And he'd get their number. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like, what's just happened? Anyway, so he Imran, the guy, would never ever lie massively in front of Bobby. Other than the being rich one, he would never lie like that. Never, ever, ever. And Bobby was off. Do you think he knew he'd call him out? He would definitely call him out. He never called him out for the money, though, which is weird, but he knew he would. And we're working together one day, and he went, oh, last night, bloody uh, 
ghosts had ghosts in my house. And I went, fuck's sake. I went, right. And he went, yeah, I went downstairs. I woke, something woke me up and I went downstairs and I went to make myself a glass of water and uh, turn the light on and wandered into the corridor. And when I got to the kitchen, I felt really cold and, and the light just turned off. So I quickly turned it back on and he said, and then I went back to make it and it went off. And then I tried to, to turn it back on and there was something resisting it. And I just saw a white pale light and I'm sitting there and I wanted to go, fuck off, mate. And I couldn't. I just went. You need, oh. you, you, did you flick up the Gary Bat sign? <laughs> I literally just went, okay, oh, that's bad. And he went, yeah, we're going to have to get a, uh, a holy man from my. From my <laughs> he didn't say holy man. Like the name of the holy man from his particular religion, or, you know. Oh, right. He's gonna have to, we're going to have to get him round and he's got to exercise this ghost. And I was like, okay, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I just, I was like inside going, call him a cunt, call him a cunt. Like he must think you're some sort of prick talking to you yeah, like this. Yeah, yeah. And um, then the following week, Bobby came back. And oh, it Bobby, was like, I said Gary, I meant Bobby. That's yeah, I meant. yeah, yeah. Bobby came back on like the Monday and I knew over the weekend this Imran had had the holy man round to get rid of his ghost. And uh, Imran's standing with Bobby, and I went, Imran, what's happened with your ghosts? <laughs> and he went, what? I went, yeah, what's happened with your ghosts? Your holy man was coming over the weekend. Well, so he went, yeah, yeah, they went away, they went away. <laughs> like that, oh, yeah, yeah, they've gone, they've gone, they've gone, they went away. And Bobby was like, what's this? And he went, no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> and I went, Imran had ghosts. <laughs> you little grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imran had ghosts last week uh, and I just did it because I didn't have the bottle yeah. to call him out you set your Rottweiler on him <laughs> I literally set a Rottweiler on him um, but yeah so and then this Imran Bobby loved coke right he absolutely loved cocaine um, and he would he lived with his girlfriend but he had like a games room at the end of his garden uh, with a pool table and all that sort of stuff and he would when his girlfriend had gone to sleep he would call prostitute sex workers and he would have them come to his thing and that and he would take cocaine and sleep with prostitutes in his and it sounds like Bobby's a liar, but Bobby isn't a liar. I saw no, you said Bobby. that sounds like someone you sound like that sounds like an eighty eight year old woman describing what he got up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like he used to take cocaine and ring sex workers and, and have them come to his thing and he would um He did do that. Make love with them. He would do he would definitely do that. Yeah. And they, but yeah, it sounds like Bobby it sounds like Bobby's a liar, but Bobby isn't a liar because you I live saw in enough. Essex. Essex is wall to wall Bobby's. I saw enough of Bobby to know that he definitely did these things. Anyway, so Imra, like Bobby's like one night was just like well, on Friday probably. Oh, for fuck's sake, like the guy who sells me Coke has basically said he can't do it anymore. Like, Coke's off the table. So Imran's like, oh, well, I can speak to my guy if you want. And over the course of like an hour, it becomes so clear that Imran didn't have a guy. Yeah. Or had ever taken cocaine. And, um, but he managed to talk himself into (laughs) Coke. <laughs> where Bobby, the kingpin, yeah, where he's like, Yeah, I'll get you a load, mate. I'll get you. And Bobby's like, knows that this guy's a multi millionaire, and like, you know, that's his backstory. So he's like, Okay, yeah, yeah. So he goes, Right, yeah, I'll meet you at the station at like seven o'clock tonight, and I'll bring a load of coke. So then Imran's basically had to leave work. And I imagine just go, where the fuck do you get cocaine from? And then Bobby at seven o'clock goes to the station, but instead of meeting, like going where they'd agreed to meet, for some reason he's driven up like a side road and he's going to walk around to the station. As he pulls around the side road, he sees Imran, who says he drives a Ferrari, pull up in an old rusty Honda Accord with, <laughs> with baby seats in the back. And he went, 
Imran, what the fuck is this? You said you've got a Ferrari and a rain, like, you know, some sort of posh Range Rover. And Imran went, well, yeah, the guy, my Coke guy owed me money. So um, I said, I'm taking your car. <laughs> so he stood up in his Honda Accord because he'd robbed the Coke guy. Oh, I don't even know if he could then provide any Coke for Bobby. I guess no. I guess the answer's no, yeah. Because he gave me, I took his car, he wouldn't let me have to Coke. Oh, fucking hell. You get them in life, don't you? When my, uh, I bought a car and the uh, drive belt destroyed the engine. Like the car cost me five grand and the work on it was about two grand that needed to be done. You know, and it's like mm. that I turned up the next day, like almost in tears, just like I'm fucked. I remember Bobby going, uh, all right, that's not a problem. Like you're insured. Yeah, yeah, I'm insured. Okay, well, yeah, just uh tell me where it is and next week it'll be gone. <laughs> just that was his thing. I never did it, I should point that out. But it's obviously just like, you would have talked about it. He just went like, Yeah, no, it'll be gone. That's fine, it's not a problem. Happens all the time. Do it all the time. I used to work with a bloke called Adrian, and we told you about him. No. And he was older. I lived with his mum and dad in sheltered accommodation. And nice. he actually had, and this sounds, again, sounds made up. He had a free will car. And he was a p- 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 pervert, like yeah. biggest one ever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like a real wrong and real wrong. And so I'm like working with him. And I'm thinking this bloke's fucking nuts. So I go, what? I mean, what would you dream about, mate? Just come out of it. Because I was a bit cranky like that. I was a bit of a loon. He goes, huh? I go, when you get a sleeping right age, what do you dream about? He went, oh, nice things, happy things. You know, horses, horses, things like that. Just like horses in fields and, you know, happy things, nice things. All right. All right. I thought it was a bit weird. And then he come back like 20 minutes later and he's like, sometimes I just can't see nothing but fucking boxes. Because we, we, the bit of the fact that we worked here was like putting things in boxes. Because some come, I can't see nothing but fucking boxes, boxes and boxes, and they keep coming, they keep coming. Get out of here, and then they fucking all fall on me. You have told me this before. Yeah. Boxes and boxes and boxes. And, uh, <laughs> and he goes, I don't like, I, I don't like, uh, um, I don't like American high end porn. I like amateur porn. I like it when they tuck in and you can hear the squelch. For fuck's sake. He was about 60. Oh, fucker. He was what, horrible. What about, I worked on a building site. I might have told this before. I might have told everything before. There was, uh, they were worked, basically, there was like a push to get some work done. So one of the blokes had said, like, or two of the blokes were like, <clears throat> we'll work late tonight and one of them will stay at the other one's house and then come in early the next morning and they'll get the job done. So he goes, does the work, goes back, they order a China, him, the two blokes and the one of the guy's wife is there. So he says, uh, they have a Chinese. And we're all working on the Saturday, actually. So they, he goes to his house, he has a Chinese and a few drinks, and then he goes, right, I'm going to bed. So he goes upstairs to bed, and he's rudely awakened shortly By the dustman. And he can just hear his mate and what you know, and the guy's wife having sex, and he's in their house. He's like, "Oh my god, oh, this is no. embarrassing!" What, 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 what? If someone's in your house, you don't get your freak on. You don't do that because you're a swinger. Well, it's it's enough time has gone that he knew that that wasn't on the cards. I think, but so then he's like, "What's happening? Like that is aggressive." And so he said, like, the stairs went down into the lounge. And he said he poked his head down to see what all the noise was. And <laughs> Kai had, was making sweet love to his partner from behind, but had his belt tied round her neck like it was stirrups. No. I think that's not stirrups. <laughs> like a lead, yeah. yeah like or, a lead. Or, or, or reins. <laughs> It's just like, what an odd thing to be doing, like when your mate's upstairs. Oh, yeah, you've got house guests. You get the fucking get in your dungeon, do you? Steve Stone, should we lay off this tonight, do you think? Nah. But just, 
Like, it's those stories that sometimes you go on. Yeah, but that's something that wants to be seen. That's what I'm saying. Do you think it is? Yeah, of course it is. I can think of nothing worse. No, me neither. <laughs> I don't want to be seen. I don't want to be heard. I don't want to be felt. <laughs> I just want to... Left alone. I just want to be left alone and watch Norm on YouTube tonight. Yeah. Well, I don't know. How long have we done? I don't know. Enough. Enough. Listener, thank you for indulging us fucking whinging on. Um, go and watch Norm MacDonald. I can't because I love him with all my heart. But uh, go and watch him. Enjoy it. Watch his specials. Listen to his shit. It's watch his Quentin Tarantino impression. Watch it all and uh, know that in some way comedy just got a lot shitter but we're still going to be here talking absolute fucking bollocks for another 20 years because I've got literally nothing else to do and uh, if anything it's pushed me to do more so there's no good way of ending it is there it's just fucking sad go watch Norm thanks for listening peace out it was a national tragedy it's a national fucking tragedy. What a pile of shit. See you later, mate. Sleep well. <laughs>